Hi, my name is Katie, registered dietitian nutritionist obsessed with all things food, family, and wellness. There is seemingly ever-changing nutrition information, from fad diets to quick fixes. I'm here to sort all of that out with you. Each week, we will be diving into popular topics like fertility, weight loss, even food freedom. You can find it all here. I have made it my work's mission to educate and empower others towards food freedom, and I'm grateful to get to be doing that with you here each week. This is Simply Functional Nutrition with Katie. All right, guys, welcome back. This week's episode is something I'm so excited to dive into. I have decided that this is going to be the precursor or the first installment, we will say, to a series that I feel is a very important one to address. It is one that I think so many of us could benefit from. Hence, here we are talking diet debunking. Okay, so why diet debunking? So I really kind of went around with how to title this episode and really how to dive in and be very intentional and specific with my words here because I think we live in such a diet culture that can be so invasive, intrusive, and insipid. I'm seeing in my profession that it's causing so much harm. So I'm not targeting weight loss. I'm not targeting fit into this perfect ideal size that you've created in your brain. I'm not targeting those people that are saying, I need these last five pounds so that I can be happy with my body, right? That is part of this insipid diet culture that is really becoming such an issue for so many age ranges and so many people across the board that I feel that is it is so worthwhile to dive in to debunking diets to figure out okay, this is not necessarily a weight loss conversation, but let's talk about management. Let's talk about weight management because let me tell y'all, what I see day in and day out when I'm meeting with clients, I cannot tell you the number of clients that have come to me and said, I wanna lose X amount of weight. I have done every which way diet that's been offered. I've paid all of this money. I've spent so many years going up and down, ultimately feeling frustrated ultimately left back at the weight or even higher than they might have started and feeling just totally frustrated and disappointed in themselves. But what I'm here to say first is that this culture of weight loss and these fad diets and these things that we are constantly hearing at all sides, whether it's on social media, on the radio, on television, Wherever you're getting your information from, we're hearing it from all sides on how to lose weight, join this, try this new diet, jump in and cut out these foods and you'll be the happiest you've ever been and the thinnest you've ever been. And But it is causing a culture of death when it comes to health. It is not serving the public long term. These fad diets and these quick fixes are not serving health. And so... While I'm debunking diets, I feel it's really important to steer from the topic of weight loss and really let's talk about health empowerment, weight management, right? These things are positives and these are what are going to bring that sustainable lifestyle. 
my goal in this podcast, my goal in Instagram, my goal when I'm meeting with clients is wellness management. I want to give you the tools so that you feel empowered to live a healthy lifestyle, to not feel totally deprived, to not feel constantly in this rat race of losing that next pound or going round and round in circles in that black hole of comparison. So here we are back at diet debunking. That is the heart of this episode of this series is to steer away from diet culture, to steer away from weight loss and quick fixes and really focus on wellness management. If you listen back even to my very first episode where we're talking blood sugar balance, at the heart of wellness is really eating a variety, is feeling satisfied, feeling energized, feeling rested, and fueling your body. So over the next couple of weeks, we are going to be diving into talking about things like stress management, sleep hygiene, food freedom, fueling your body with exercise, how the hormones might have an impact on how you're able to manage your wellness and manage your weight. So we're going to be really taking a deep dive into some of these very specific nuanced topics that might have an impact on your overall wellness management. That said, today I want to kind of hit some highlights and talk general things that maybe you can start to be considerate about when it comes to really having that mindset shift from weight loss or diet culture to wellness management, empowerment, health knowledge, and being your own advocate because I can guarantee you right now that all of these diets that you see out there that are touted under eating or cutting major macronutrient groups or avoiding certain foods, they are not serving you. So back to that empowerment, knowledge is power. And when we know better, we do better and not stuck in this diet culture cycle. I think the very first thing that's important to cover is mindset. Whether you have been on this quote wellness journey for some time now, or maybe you're jumping right in and just starting to take control of your wellness management, I want to encourage you to do a self-check of where your mindset is. Are you in a deprivation mindset of, I have to cut, I have to burn more, I have to eliminate these things so that I can get to this desired number on a scale, so that I can fit into this dress or this pant size? If that's your mindset, I want to challenge you to put a pause on it, take a step back, and really try to have an intentional mindset shift from a mindset of deprivation and comparison and competition to body acceptance and to the end goal of longevity of life. I can guarantee you in 50 years, we're probably not going to be staring at a mirror trying to count our abs, right? Looks are fleeting. What remains is our ability to live life with the ones that we love doing the things we love. So take a step back and really do a gut check of where your mind is when it comes to your wellness management. Is what is driving you temporal or is it long lasting? Because those long lasting motivators, that is what is going to sustain you and that is what is going to be way more fulfilling than any sort of quick fix diet. Okay, so that's the first thing is mindset. So beyond our mindset, there are some practical things that can impact your wellness management. The first thing, unrelated to food, 
How is your stress management? We know that stress has a huge impact on our hormone health, insulin sensitivity, and our inflammatory or non-inflammatory processes in our body. That said, if we are not managing our stress, then we are automatically putting ourselves at a higher risk for things like obesity, elevated blood pressure, elevated cholesterol, some unfortunate cardiac event. I understand that stress is not something that we can always eliminate out of our life because life can be stressful. It throws us curveballs, but what we can do is really be intentional about our coping mechanisms. So find ways that you can cope with stress beyond food. We need to find stress management that might look like going on walks with your spouse or your friends or finding, you know, choosing your favorite genre of book and diving into a new book or joining a Bible study. You know, finding things that really speak to your heart and allow you to manage that stress. And continuing in that same vein of stress management, I want to talk about exercise. Now, like I said, this will be a series and we will be having a number of people come on and talk specifically things like exercise and fueling your body, hormone management, food freedom. We're going to dive more into that. But from a surface level, I want you all to take a step back in addition to the stress management and think about how your physical activity is impacting your stress management. Okay, so when we work out, we that is a stress on the body, right? I mean, that's that's a good stress. We want to lift those weights or go on those runs or have those endurance workouts that push the body, break down those muscles and ultimately rebuild and help you become stronger. But that said, if we overdo it, this can also cause an inflammatory cascade of events. And that's not something that is going to promote wellness management. You know, there's that kind of old school adage of, well, in order to lose weight, eat less and exercise more. That's not necessarily always the case. So I just want you to remember that mindset shift back into wellness management is what you're doing in the exercise realm serving you. Because we know exercise is important, but we also know that recovery is equally important. And recovery includes rest. So moving beyond stress and exercise, I want to talk about over, but also under eating. Yes, overeating is detrimental to our health, but so is under eating. When we under consume what our body needs, we are sending a signal to our body, to our brain. We are in a stressed state. We don't know when our next meal is coming from. We don't know what's going on externally that is causing this stress on the body. The body just is getting the signal, I'm not being nourished. I'm not getting enough nutrients. That is a stressful thing on our bodies. And over time, that really wears our body down, but it also quite literally depletes the nutrient stores. So when we're eating food, when we're taking our multivitamin, when we're really being diligent about caring for ourselves and eating a variety of foods, we are storing up vital nutrients. And I'm talking Yes, macronutrients, but I'm also talking micronutrients, so vitamins, minerals. This can be, yes, iron, folate, vitamin B vitamins like B12 and B6 and vitamin D and vitamin A. And all of these, when we're under eating, are getting under consumed. So not only are you putting your body in this stressful state of, I'm in starvation, I don't know what's going on, 
but you're also quite literally undernourishing your body with the micronutrients that it needs. We're eliminating things, what else are we giving up, right? So this is a really important thing to think about. Yes, overeating is not great for our health, but neither is undereating. So the next piece of this wellness management pie is hormone health. And this one I'm really excited to dive into in the weeks to come. I could probably spend an entire year talking hormone health and not even cover it all. But hormones are the driving force to what's going on internally in our bodies. I mean, everything from digestion to, for women, our cycles, to men, the production of things like testosterone, which is a hormone, everything is driven by hormones. And unfortunately, so many Americans and people worldwide, so many of us, our hormones are out of whack because of the lifestyles we're living. Now, this is not to discredit or forget about conditions and autoimmune conditions we may not be able to control, but I can guarantee you that there are ways that we can eat and manage our hormone health by being intentional about the way we live our lives. But the thing to keep in mind is if you feel something's not right, follow that. Go see your primary care physician, go see an internist, go see an endocrinologist or a functional medicine doctor. Find someone that will sit and listen and give you the time and work with you to figure out the root cause of your hormone issues and how to address it. I'll take a really common example of hormone imbalance, and that is PCOS in women, polycystic ovary syndrome. This imbalance of hormones causes an entire cascade of issues from infertility, excessive hair growth, difficulty losing weight or excessive weight gain, hair loss in certain places, acne, the list goes on and on. And it is directly impacted by hormones. And there are good news is there are ways to manage PCOS through food and through lifestyle. And we will be diving into that. But I choose that example to show you this is one small example of how hormones can impact the trajectory of our health. So really be your own advocate once again. Dig deep, get that blood work done. If you haven't had blood work done in a while, I encourage you. I mean, it's like taking a picture of getting a snapshot of your health in real time, right? And the last thing for today's episode as we start talking diet debunking and wellness management is food, right? As a registered dietitian, of course, that's that's where I come into play. But we really want to consider the food we're eating. I realize that there is so much information out there. It can be very confusing trying to decipher what is true, factually, research-based versus what is popular and fatty, (laughs) F-A-D-D-Y. What's a fad diet, right? What's a quick fix? And what's long-term and sustainable? That's where I come into play. Are you getting the basics of adequate carbs, adequate protein, and adequate fat? And then the next layer of that is are you getting adequate micronutrients? Because I can guarantee you, you could get in enough carbs, protein, and fat through eating totally processed foods, but is that serving your wellness over a sustainable long period of time? Probably not. I just want to challenge you that if you're following along a plan 
that is encouraging you to totally eliminate a food group or a macronutrient, have your suspicious glasses or your suspicious face on. Be skeptical of that. God has naturally packaged food in a way that when consumed in a variety of meats and proteins and fruits and vegetables and grains, we best utilize micronutrients of vitamins and minerals. We meet our macronutrient needs and we're left feeling satisfied. I mean, truly, it's, I mean, it's perfect. It was designed to be. Yet there's so much information out there and so many fad diet culture things having us totally take things out. So I really want to encourage you as we're diving in over the next few weeks to debunk diets and to debunk this culture and to really figure out how to fuel our bodies to promote satiety and sustainable living. I just can't help but take a step back and appreciate and realize that everything we need is right in front of us. It's just a matter of clearing away the noise, recognizing diet culture when we see it, and eating real food. That's the heart of it all. As a recap, we talked mindset today. Where's your mindset at as we jump into this journey of wellness management over the next few weeks? What is your exercise and stress management looking like? Are you over-exercising? Are you under-exercising? Are you managing and coping with your stress? Are you over or or under-eating? Those are both stressful and harmful to the body. And by overeating, I'm meaning, are you eating when not hungry? Are you going back for second or third helpings when you had a perfectly satisfactory first helping? Are you eating socially when you're not hungry? Or on the other end of that, are you intentionally restricting or binging and purging or cutting calories, right? Neither on either side of the spectrum, neither one are good behaviors, but we'll dive in a little bit more in weeks to come, but definitely something to consider. Are we over or under eating? How's our hormone health? Is that little kind of nagging feeling in the back of your mind saying something just is not sitting right? I don't feel good. I have this weird outlier symptom that just doesn't seem right or a number of symptoms that just I know do not line up with total hormone health. And are you digging deeper to figure out the root cause of that or what even is going on in the first place? And lastly, are you focusing on real food? I'm not demonizing packaged food. I mean, there's a time and a place and I'm a mother of two little kids and I will be the first to tell you it is so tempting and so convenient to grab those quick foods, those quick packaged, those quick processed foods. But when we are eating a diet that consists largely of those things, I don't think that's going to serve us well either in the long run. Fruits, vegetables, fats, proteins, grains, animal products, all of these beautiful things that we can find in nature contain all that we need. It's just a matter of doing it, right? It's a matter of planning it out and jumping in feet first and going for it. We will be diving in more and more each week over the next few weeks in this series of diet debunking and wellness management. I hope you'll stay tuned, stick around. It's going to be super informative and a lot of fun. Thank you for listening to Simply Functional Nutrition with Katie. Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you subscribe to podcasts. If you enjoyed the show, I would appreciate a five-star rating and share with your friends. 
Learn more at simplyspencer.com. And be sure to follow me on Instagram at simplyspencer.com.